to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Okay, in around one minute, I want you to solve a riddle for me. In around five minutes, if you're kind of new to this, I'm going to answer the question of human flourishing. Where is it found? Ooh, big call the greatest metaphysical question of all time. We'll get there shortly. But first, hello. Thank you for joining us. And so good to have our C3, the Book It fam, tuning in all the way from Bali. And of course, our North Perth crew, our Quinns Beach crew, our wonderful family in the Pilbara, and to all at Hepburn Heights, welcome. And then everybody else as well, you are most Welcome. So here we go. We are launching a new series, Pathways to Life. And I am genuinely excited and I want you to dive in with me. That's right. We are going to be bouncing around John chapter 10 and 11. Okay. To the riddle. I want you to solve this for me. So you're, you're driving a car that needs fuel. You've got around 10 to 15 kilometers worth of fuel left in the tank. And you, you come to this, uh, this junction of a couple of roads. In front of you, there's a pretty lake. To the left, let's call that road A, to the left, there's a fuel station around 10 kilometers down that road. To the right, let's call that road B, there's no fuel station at all, but there's a delicious bakery about 15 kilometers down the road. What do you do? What do you do? Well, COVID-19, this season, there has been many of us who at times, or maybe for you the whole time, you felt low on fuel. It's almost like some days it felt like the fuel in the tank just evaporated and was used a thousand times more quickly than normal. And so what's happened is many of us have given ourselves permission to park at the lake, to pull up at the lake in certain areas of our lives and to, to pull up at the lake. And, and maybe like me, you've had some days where it's just been hard to get out of your pajamas. Maybe you've You've had days where the fuel has been so low, like little fuel, little motivation. And this season has been a difficult one for, for so many. You know, for me, a decade on purpose where we launched this year, a decade on purpose when a little lower down the priority list, it was kind of parked at the lake when we didn't know what the world was going to look like next week. It's like long-term planning, again, kind of got parked by the lake when we don't even know what tomorrow is going to look like. And, and so for, for many, the uncertainty or the fear or the complexity, the frustration, the fatigue has left us feeling low on fuel and a little parked up by the lake in certain areas of our lives. And, you know, do you, do you ever catch yourself doing this, where you catch your internal dialogue, where you're justifying things that you are doing or that you 
aren't doing that aren't a normal part of our operating system. I've certainly been there and I've, I've caught myself. And so I, I want to kind of ask you, have you got areas in your life where you're still parked up at the lake? And you're still giving yourself permission to be kind of parked at the lake? Is, are there some, some feelings that you've allowed to just kind of sit in? And, and they're kind of parked up. Is there, is there a personal growth aspect that you were pushing forward in? And for the last maybe three months or something, it's been a little parked at the lake. Is there a particular fear that you've parked in? What is it for you? Is there an attitude or a set of attitudes that... Has there been a, a hiding away from community? And, and in some ways it's been imposed upon us, but in other ways now we've just chosen to stay a little distant. What is it? Is Has your praise been parked or your word life or your prayer life? Have some of these areas been kind of parked at the lake? And, and look, there are aspects of sitting at the lake that are quite lovely. Taking off some of that responsibility or that faith grunt that we had moving forwards. And, and you know, it, it is okay at times to have a rest. We need to rest in the right ways, in intentional ways. And it's okay to sometimes be, be parked at the lake to, to have a breather, but we weren't built to live there. And so there come times where we, we have to make a choice. Okay, it's time to get moving again. And so I had to make an express decision for myself that in some areas I'd, I'd kind of given myself permission to, to, again, to park at the lake and I had to intentionally then revoke that permission and say, okay, now it's time. I have to get moving again. And so, so I wonder if there are some of you out there today and it's your time to get moving again, to get moving again. And so maybe it's time for you to catch that internal dialogue and you've justified can, and if you catch yourself, we're, we're potentially justifying some things that we are or aren't doing. And if we stop and think about it, we go, wow, maybe that's not actually very Jesus-y. That's, uh, that's maybe. And so I want to kind of arrest us and, and gather us together as we move forward. And, and I'm not going to over-expect from you in this series I don't want you to, to watch this. And if you like, I'm, I'm barely just kind of, I don't even know if I've got enough fuel to keep going in certain areas right now. I don't want you to feel buried by this, but I'm calling us to something together because the best thing I can do for those who are weary is show you where to get fuel, a fuel to lift us from that place and move us forward as God calls. And so let's do that together. And this series is about getting fuel. Starting this week and for the next three weeks, this series is about fueling up. And there's one thing that I know, there's, there's a couple of things, but I know that we need our faith motor filled up, fueled up so that we can live the life that he has called us to. And again, that's what we're going to be unpacking in this series because we have places to go. We have a call that comes to us, that calls us forward in this world and say, come on, let's get our faith motor fueled up and firing. Let's do it. Okay.
Let's hit, let's hit the Bible. So if you want to, you'll see it come up on the screen, but if you want to open your Bible, I'd encourage you because I'd love you to read John chapter 10 and 11. Uh, that, that'll help you as we go through this series. We're going to read a few verses here today. So let's go John chapter 10, and we're going to start from verse 3. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has bought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. And of course, we've, we've been in this passage a lot if you've been a part of our church family. And, and here we have, so there are three parables banged together end on end, and they each describe something of who Jesus is and who we are in connection to him. And the overarching picture here is Jesus as shepherd and us as sheep. And so here in this verse, we, we, we've seen these, these couple of verses that, that Jesus calls his sheep by name and he leads them out and his sheep, us, we follow him because we can recognize his voice. Let's keep reading. Let's go down to verse to verse 9 here. I am the gate. Jesus is also represented in these parables as the gate, predominantly as shepherd, but, but also as gate. And let's not limit him. Here he's seen as two things. He is so much more. He is everything. He is life itself. He is the, the way, the truth, and the life. He is extraordinary and expansive. And so here I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture, find fuel, find energy, nourishment. If you're a sheep, that looks like grass. For our soul, that looks like deep connection with God and his purpose infusing us, etc., etc. It continues into verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But here Jesus says that I have Come, that they, that you and I, that we may have life and have it to the full. That we may have life and have it to the full. We may have life and life abundant. So here in this passage, and if you want to dive in more, you can go back to our Decade on Purpose series from the start of the year. And, and here we see the good shepherd calls and leads. He what? He calls and leads. That's right. So we need to hear the good shepherd calling us again today saying, hey, come on, little sheepy. Come on, my son, my daughter. Follow me to pasture. Follow me to peace. Follow me to the provision that you need in your life. Follow me when you're with me. There's protection. Come on, do this journey with me. Follow me to, to see purpose stirred in your soul. Follow me, follow me so your faith motor can be fueled up and firing. Follow me. And so that's what he says. And then we respond as he calls and leads. We respond by listening and following. This is our mandate. Walking with him as he calls and leads and we listen and follow. This is the journey of walking out life abundant. This is where we discover life and life to the full. He calls and leads, we 
listen and follow. And so what we have here is the key to human flourishing. This is what Jesus says we need to do as humans to discover all he has for us, to then be transformed into who he wants us to be so that we can continue to reach out to others. And it's in this context, life to the full is is discovered in this context, not as a destination, but as a journey of walking with Jesus into more and more of this life to the full. The good shepherd calls and leads. We as sheep listen and follow and and of course, we, we see there's the, there's the imagery here that we unpacked a, a lot in February, where if we rewind the clock a few thousand years ago, we have this picture of a shepherd who was in charge of these sheep, and, and the sheep would be kept at night in this the sheep pen. The shepherd would often sleep outside the gate and making sure that, that nothing would happen, no one would steal, no wolf would get in, etc. And then during the day, the, the shepherd would would open the gate and he would lead his little sheep on a journey and they would go for a walk to where the food was, to where the water was. And we need to remember that this is what life is like with Jesus. It's daily following the good shepherd so that he can lead us to where the pasture is, where the living water, where the life is. And this again is the context for which life to the full is outworked. And what we have here, these are pathways to life that he leads the sheep on. As he leads them down these pathways and they they follow him to this this brook or this stream, as they follow him to this place where they're, they're able to eat, these are pathways to life that the good shepherd is leading the sheep on. And this is what he wants for us today. So let's Let's ask the question. So, so the good shepherd calls and leads. So what does that actually sound like today? How does he call us? How do we know if he's leading us? And for him to speak as he, as he calls, as he speaks, where, how? So, I want to outline for us really, really clearly three key ways in this series that the Good Shepherd calls and leads. Number one is through the Bible. He calls and leads us through the Bible. Secondly is prayer. He calls and leads us through prayer. And thirdly is community. He calls and leads us in community. And these are the three pathways to life that we're going to be unpacking in this series. What have been the major ways that God has shaped my life? What are the, what are the key things that have been a, a part of him continually shaping me into who he wants me to be? It's been in the context of Bible, prayer, and community. If we look around us at the, the most faithful and fruitful Christians, what are some of the common denominators that you see in their life? It's Bible. It's prayer. And it's community. That's right. This is real. This makes sense. And so we're going to dive in again. And so then our, our, the, the context of this is prayer, Bible, community. We, we then go, okay, so how do we, so if we listen through that, so how do we follow? So if, if our mandate is to listen and follow, 
then we, we do that by engaging with the Bible, prayer, and community. We do that by an openness to Bible, prayer, and community. We do it by a level of accountability to Bible, prayer, and community. We, we do it by living in line with Bible, prayer, and community, by receiving strength through those three, by diving in to those three. You, you get the picture? Yeah, I think, I think we do. So the Good Shepherd wants to lead us on these pathways, a prayer pathway that would be real every day that leads us into this provision and peace and, and life, etc. He wants to lead us on this pathway of discovering more and more in the Word, the Bible, and this pathway that has life on it. He wants us to, to he wants to take us on this this pathway in community, and there is, there is nourishment and food and life and energy that is on each pathway that's unique to the other. And if we miss one pathway or, or we kind of park and we don't go on that journey, then we're going to miss certain aspects of life to the full that are only on that pathway that he wants to lead us on. So it's imperative that we take each of these journeys and live in that Place. Now, let me quickly address a couple of thoughts as we, as we wrap this together here. Firstly, just in case you're thinking, hey, Jace, haven't you got something more exciting that we can preach about? Is there something more exotic uh, or maybe interesting? Uh, I've, got a, you know, I've got a decent Bible life, prayer life, community life. Uh, it's good. It's a good question. Let me say, so I, I have a robust prayer Bible community life and this series has shaped me profoundly, has changed something in me and it can do the same for you if you come with an open heart. There is always more to discover on each of these pathways. So come on, dive in with me. Secondly, hey Jace, th- this series feels nice, but just hearing you talk about it, it makes me feel sick because I don't know if I even want to get out of my pajamas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, are you are you just doing a series where you you're telling me to do more stuff? And maybe as you're listening, you you're thinking, oh, maybe my prayer life isn't that crash hot. Oh, this work I got to do. Maybe the Bible. Oh yeah, it's be oh, there's more. Make community. Yeah, uh, and so you're just feeling like it's just work upon work, and and so you're you're tapping out in your head. Can I encourage you? Can I reach out and and say, hey, just come as you are. This series is not about making you feel busier. This is about helping you be blessed. It's it's not about you you feeling guilty about stuff. It's, It's helping connect you with the one whose grace wants to cover and wants you to be fueled to live the life that you are called to. And so again, don't get lost in this place. And, and there are some of us here, and we've actually bowed a little bit to our feelings, or maybe a lot, to our feelings in this season. And so often, the answer to our feelings is not staying parked in them, but making a definitive choice that we are going to move forward. And so for some of us, this is the moment where a definitive choice is being made that I am moving forward forward, that you're, you're taking a left. Well, first you're, you're turning the ignition in the car on and, and you're taking a left down road A and you're determining that I'm getting fueled because I need to be fueled up because there is a call of God 
that is so worthwhile that has been placed upon me. There are people who are relying on me to be fueled up in the faith department. And so I am doing that. But it's okay. We're going to walk at the pace that you can walk at. Okay. So, so it's all good. It's all good. I, I, I don't see Jesus as someone who runs on ahead of us expecting us to run at the pace that we're not capable of. That's, that's not what he does. He, he walks with us. He walks gently with us, compassionately. And if a sheep is limping, that's a dumb shepherd that walks off and leaves the sheep there by itself. If it can't keep up, the shepherd walks at the pace that the sheep can keep up with. And so he's going to do that with you. Okay, so you're, you're in. So let's walk together. Flock, mates, mob, mates. Let's walk this thing out together. Come with me as we craft and build and enjoy these pathways to life that he's laid out for us as we discover more and more again of life to the full. So each week in this series, there is a special bonus. There's a little bonus for us. And and this week, the bonus, and really this is prepping us for what is ahead, is what I want you to do is to enjoy his presence in the context of worship. Now, worship is the prayer language of heaven. And so this week, uh, we have my beautiful wife has put together a a playlist which was feeding her soul. And we're going to make that available for for everybody. And so there are are multiple ways you can get this this, uh, Spotify playlist. If you follow our church Spotify, just jump on and it's called Pathways to Life. Ding! Nice. Uh, also on the latest, you'll see it come through on all of our social media down in the description. And so what I want you to do this week is to saturate your soul with the sound of heaven. And if you're struggling to feel motivated, then across this week, let's see faith stir. Let's just let that liberation, that just breathe him in and And let your mind start going there. Give yourself permission to start moving forward. Let a determination rise. Man, I am walking out these pathways. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step in and God, I need your help. And so as you listen to worship, as you play these songs, and what I'd encourage you to do is when you wake up in the morning, go to the playlist through the day or on your commute or when you're doing your exercise, put this playlist on. Spend a few moments, program it in, get it, get it locked in. And, and when you're going to sleep at night, when you're having a great moment or a bad moment, go there and just let God do something in your heart and help prepare you for week two, three, and four that's coming up. And so let's make that decision together. I choose right here, right now that God, I'm going to be listening to and following you, Good Shepherd, as you lead me on these pathways to life. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.